At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. We be in hour number two of Big Bets here on VSIN, Dave Ross and Amal Shaw. You know what I love about the breaks with uh, me, you, Kelly, and Sean today, and Kevin when he's. We solve all the world's problems normally during the breaks. Four minutes. Well, so we solve Twitter's problems. The politics, like all of it, we can just do it in four minutes. I enjoy being caught up on current events that are outside of sports. That's what we do. I don't do. I don't know. I I just think the show would be a lot better if we just aired the commercial breaks. (laughs) (laughs) It would be interesting. I'll tell you right now, I would have several FCC violations. I would be NFL, not for long. I wonder if Elon Musk would ban us. Uh, let's get to Nick Whalen right now. Love having uh, Nick on here, RotoWire senior analyst. You can follow him on Twitter as I do at Whalen and substitute the L for a one. Nick, that was very creative. Uh, how did you come up with that? Because that's something I wouldn't have thought of. Uh, well, I wanted to just have Whalen with the L, uh, and that was taken back ah. in the day. So I, I thought that was the next best thing. I think it looks cool written out. Uh, it has caused a lot of issues for me, though, uh, on, on various radio, podcast, video appearances over the years. There's, it's been a lot of confusion. Nick, as a non-creative guy, I'm actually not going to give you a lot of credit for that one. I thought that was pretty Fair. clear as day. I thought so, too. The one, the one looks like an L. That's hey, about that it. 100%. Yeah. But people are going to screw it up. I know I would. Uh, let's get to the NBA slate tonight, Nick, uh, that's out there. And I'm going to selfishly start with a game I want to talk about and a team I want to talk about, the Nuggets, because I have an in-season under on their uh, 52 wins at the beginning of the year. They got hot there. Now, Jokic is in uh, protocols uh, for safety and health. They're getting nine tonight against Dallas. Big picture, though, so far, a great start for the Nuggets. Uh, What are you seeing out of this team when Jokic is healthy and the other guys, the Michael Porters and the Jamal Murrays? Is this a team I should really be on the lookout for in the Western Conference? I think you should, due in large part to the fact that you know, some of these teams that we thought might be juggernauts in the West really haven't been mm. so far. So it's not that I really love what I've seen from Denver so far. I mean, if you look at Jokic's numbers, they're, they're pretty far down in a lot of categories. Uh, Fantasy-wise, you know, he's been a major disappointment by his extremely high standards so far. And, you know, Jamal Murray's looked, he's looked fine. He still hasn't really looked like he's back to that guy that he was two years ago. Michael Porter Jr., kind of the same thing, some highs, some lows. But Golden State, you know, they're off to a rocky start. They're already talking about trades. You know, a lot of those young players feel like they're already in the doghouse for Steve Kerr. I mean, a team like the Clippers, who knows? You know, it sounds like we might see Kawhi Leonard tonight. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> I have no idea what his availability is going to be night to night, let alone 
come May and June in the NBA playoffs. So uh, I, to me, it, it's not that I love Denver. It's that the Westfields is wide open as it's been in a long time. So if you want to bet Denver, I think they're like 18, 19 to one to win the title. Uh, to me, that's justifiable. I, I think it's wide open. Hmm. I, I would agree with you. I want to ask you about a bunch of teams. First team I'm going to ask you about, I just want a quick answer on this one. Are the Lakers going to make the playoffs? Oh my. Yes or no? I just want to really hear a no just to make myself feel good going into the weekend. I'm going to say no. I don't think they answer. do. I, and I don't, even if they trade for Buddy Heald and Miles Turner, it's like, yeah, that probably pushes you into play-in territory, but <laughs> this is just not a good team. And LeBron, you know, he's already been hurt once. He's probably going to get hurt again. Same with Anthony Davis. They're 3-10. I mean, that, that's a big hole already to dig out of. It's like, is this team, no matter what they do, are they going to win 50 to 60% of their games going forward? I, I just don't really see that being the case. Three and three and ten. Yeah, no, he brought three up a great ten. point though about winning fifty-six percent of the games. Now I want to ask you seriously about a couple of teams. Utah ten and six, playing probably a lot better than many people anticipated. And by the way, we talk about Jerry West in terms of talent evaluation and making deals. How about Danny Ainge, the job he's done? And then the other team I want to ask you about is Portland at ten and five. I have to be honest with you, Nick, I've been a little bit slow to the party on these teams. I like Portland at home when they're catching points like we saw earlier this year mm-hmm. against Denver in a Sunday mm-hmm. night spot. But I'm not completely a firm believer, even though I got to say one thing. Dame, I know they lost last night against Brooklyn, but I thought Dame yep. made the prudent basketball play. I don't see stupers, superstars like him who are a closer making the right play in that situation, right. down three, making the pass to Jurkic, and they get the basket. Um, I, I just love Dame. I love him as well, and I'm glad he's back. Uh, yeah. I was a little concerned. Like his first game of the year, you're thinking, oh boy, it looks like he's maybe lost a step. Uh, and he's pretty much been on fire since then. He missed a handful of games. Uh, with that calf injury. But yeah, he's back in a major way. I I think we kind of forgot last year just how good this guy is when he's right. I am with you, though, as far as the long-term viability for the Blazers. I was not high on this team coming into the year. I thought they had essentially constructed just a new version of the same type of teams that have been around Lillard for his entire career in Portland, which are very good teams. I mean, he's made it to a Western Conference Finals, but to me, this is not necessarily a title-contending roster. It still feels like they're a piece away. However, you know, getting like Shaden Sharp is giving them real minutes. This was a guy who was the biggest mystery in the draft. Wouldn't have surprised anybody if he spent most of this year in the G League. He just wasn't quite ready. Like he looks like a player right away. And and is that enough to push them into title contention this year? Probably not. But you know, if he takes a big leap, whether it comes later this season or next year, I think he's maybe the piece that when you st- start to look at these next few years, the final years of Dame Lillard's prime, like they need somebody else on that team to step up. I tell you what, Nick brings up a great point about Shaden Sharp here, Ross, because simply when you look at John Calza, if he came back, he could have been the first pick mm-hmm. in the draft this year. Probably not likely oh, yeah. with uh, Webb and Yama there, but still, Shaden Sharp has the potential ceiling, and I, I love what Nick pointed out. If he really develops over the next year or two, watch out. All right, gentlemen, i got to ask you guys about Golden State. I was on them a couple nights ago against Phoenix. Italy. I mean, you know, you get fitty out of Steph, and you get blown out. Now they come back home. They're laying seven and a half against the Knicks or kind of a nice road trip so far uh, out here in this West Coast swing. What do you make of the Warriors? You mentioned trade possibilities, and do they cover a big number tonight? I don't know if we could really trust them to cover uh, any numbers at this point. And, you know, it is the Knicks. I know the Knicks had their big, you know, players-only meeting that's, that seemed to get things uh, somewhat back on track. But uh, with Golden State, man, like I, I still think the Warriors are the team that I would pick to come out of the West. Like they still have the pedigree. They obviously did it last year. And what's ironic, as you pointed out is for as poorly as it feels like this team is playing, Steph is playing way better than he was Mm -hmm. last year. Like Steph, Steph, if you remember at like the 20 game mark last season, he was the MVP. He was having an amazing season and he kind of fell off a cliff. Like he had by far the worst shooting season of his career. And he was able to pick it back up in the playoffs. And of course, get them to that title. But there was some fear that, you know, maybe he's starting to slip a little bit in terms of his regular season production. That has not been the case at all. If anything, it's the depth that's hurting them. And I think coming into the year, you're thinking, you know, the rich get richer. Like they, they have this championship core. They also have Kaminga. They got Moody. They got Wiseman. Like they might have the best young core and the best old core in the league. <laughs> and it turns out none of those young guys are ready. You know, they're all in the doghouse. Like they're playing, you know, Virginia's own Ty Jerome is getting minutes <laughs> over Moses Moody. Like those guys, I, I just think developmentally, uh, they're, they're not there quite yet. And I'm starting to wonder if Golden State maybe missed an opportunity to cash some of those assets in last year you know i mean kaminga mm. and moody especially and even wiseman like those guys had big time value they still do but i mean you could have gotten like a borderline star player if you're willing to attach those guys last season so we'll see what they do if they could try to rehab maybe uh, some of the value there and eventually make more of a win now deal 
I would agree with you. I love the point you made about Wiseman and potentially trading him away. I think he would have had an opportunity to really get something back in return. It looks like Clay and Draymond are not going to return to where they're expected to be. Right. Uh, Nick, I want to ask you specifically about Memphis. John Morant, I love Desmond Bain, but he's on the shelf for a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, look, I, I think John's an entertaining player. I, I kind of equate him to a poor man's dame. Mm. Because, I, I mean, look, I'm not. He's a very good player, but is he making guys around him better? See, to me, Dame's a closer. I don't know if this Memphis team gets better. They're laying six and a half tonight against Oklahoma City. This is the kind of game they'll win by 14, and you're like, oh, Dame's great. He went for 50. I'm sorry. Uh, Morant's great. He went for 50. But in your opinion, is he a guy that if they get another piece, Jaron Jackson getting back healthy, that they can really elevate and be a top-four team in the West? I think they can be. I mean, last year they were, right? Obviously, I I think people were hesitant to buy in on them as a true playoff contender. And I'm not the biggest Jaron Jackson guy. I know, like, the shot blocking numbers look great. He's just, he's a really weird, unique player. Uh, You know, really streaky on the offensive end. Uh, I think they need another piece for sure uh, to become a true title contender. I mean, Morant is. Yeah, you know, he's kind of Allen Iversey, Allen Iversey, yeah. I guess to uh, yeah. to use that as an adjective. I, I like that. Yes, uh, in some ways, where we're like Iverson, you know, he got his team to the title uh, or to the finals against the Lakers, yeah. but you know, when you go up against a team that has real NBA Finals caliber talent, like that Shaq Kobe Lakers team did, you really don't have much of a chance. And that's kind of how it feels with Morant, where like he's so good individually, and like the assist numbers are fine. I don't think he's selfish. I know Charles Barkley kind of called him out this week. Like he's averaging seven assists per game. Per game. I don't really know what else you want there, but it's tough to win with small guards, you know, unless, unless you can shoot the lights out like Steph Curry, there's not a ton of examples of a small shoot first point guard leading a team to the finals. It's just an archetype that for whatever reason, hasn't worked out. Yeah. But he stepped over Ty Lue in the finals and everybody remembers that. He did. Uh, yeah. Right. People think they probably won that final. Right. Exactly. No, they, they didn't win. Uh, let's get to Cleveland tonight. They're on the skids as of late and now they come back home uh, and they're going to lay a nine and a half against Charlotte. Is this a get right spot for the Cavs tonight? Well, it should be. It certainly should be. Um, you know, we'll see if they get Jared Allen back. Uh, he's he's missed a couple games. He's questionable tonight uh, with that uh, illness. I mean, Lamelo Ball is not going to play for Charlotte. They they say that Gordon Hayward maybe comes back tonight. Don't know if that really matters. Um, yeah, the Cavs need to kind of get back on track here. I mean, they were what nine and one mm-hmm. at war, or eight and one, I believe, at one point. They've lost five in a row. Uh, some of that faith uh, or some of that kind of early season momentum seems to have faded, but. This is a great spot. I mean, it's the Charlotte Hornets without LaMelo Ball. Um, I, I know Dennis Smith Jr. is having a little bit of a, a resurgence there, but a uh, very winnable game, certainly, for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And honestly, I think they'll be fine. Um, you know, they're, they're still a, a level below Boston and Milwaukee for me in the East, but I, I think they'll be right there on that next year. I would agree with you in terms of this team. I really like them. Donovan Mitchell's had a real resurgence. Uh, Jason Tatum right now, Nick, betting favorite to win the MVP. Look, he's playing well. I'm, I'm not ready to sign off on that just yet. I think for Tatum to win the MVP, the Celtics need to probably run away with the one seed in the East because for as great as Jason Tatum is, I mean, he is fantastic. He's borderline top five guy in the league. He should be in this conversation, but Luka Doncic is probably going to average somewhere between like 33 and 36 points per game. And Giannis is going to have his 30, 12, five that he, that he always does. And Stephen Curry might average 33 a game this year. Like he's not going to have the top, top level numbers to compare to those guys. So I think he needs, his argument is going to be, I'm the best player on the best team. 20 seconds to go. Can you give me your best player of the night in the NBA? Ooh, best player of the night in the NBA. Let's go. Give me the Wizards Ooh. at home. Heat are banged up. Heat have nobody. Wizards are kind of hot. Porzingis is playing well. Let's go, Wizards. Laying the six and a half for the Wiz kids against the Heat. Hey, Nick, have a great Thanksgiving. I'll catch up again next week. Hey, same to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. There he is, Nick Whalen, everybody. Great stuff on the NBA. When we come back, back to college football we go. Come on back. It's Beeson Big Bets. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN. The Sports Betting Network. The World Cup countdown is on, and now's the time to get your copy of our World Cup betting guide. We're going to have in-depth analysis from Nigel Steele in all eight groups. Vista's team of experts provide their picks and predictions for every group and the Golden Boot Award. And if you're new to betting World Cup soccer, don't worry. Josh Applebaum is going to break down everything you need to know. The only way to get the guide is to become a Vista Pro subscriber. Sign up now for just $99. Get Vista Pro access for everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Want more World Cup betting insight? Well, check out our World Cup betting preview show on YouTube. Just subscribe to VEASAN Live on YouTube. Back alongside Amal Shaw, Dave Ross here. Cannot wait to see if we will win come Monday, right, for the first match? Is it the first match on Monday? Yeah, but yeah. I don't understand why you're saying if. Yeah. Because well, it's Wales, and I'm Welsh, and I drink tea. And one of the best soccer players in the world, Gareth Bale's on that team. Yeah, man. Used to, used to be. <laughs> which could be. 20 years ago. <laughs> which would have been more important than me drinking tea and being Welsh. Having some Welsh in me. I, I'm going to tell you right now, Dave, you're lucky you're not here on Monday. Because if the U.S. struggles, man, it's not going to be a good show for me. Or Ben Wilson. I fired yesterday. We got, we, there, there's some shops in town. Parlayable group winners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Very yeah. nice. Yeah, I know KB got down on a couple. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Uh, let's wrap up our NFL conversation here very quickly before we shift over to uh, college football because there is a big one, and I'm wearing purple today. This is not in support of the Vikings. I think it is. Let's go, Vikings. i got to get my hat out. Love me some KCA, but you have been a big backer, Kelly, of the of Skull all year long. I don't even know the hand motion. How does, oh, that's because everybody does it in unison. That's yeah, what they do. They all do it up there. My nephew, Josh. Dave knows every hand motion in any football program, whether it's NFL, it's what college, I love about whatever. It. It's the best part. It's about- <laughs> by, by the way, UVA does that stupid key play yes. thing. <laughs> Like, how about those cowbells at Mississippi State? My God. Stark Vegas, that's the most annoying yeah. thing in the world. Oh my God. I, I'm going to tell you I, the best thing without question in college football. I like the skull at Minnesota. Yeah. Uh, the best one is the end of the third quarter, Camp Randall Stadium. Oh. Jump around. Jump around is pretty hard to beat, although our buddy Brian McFadden, we've had on the show many times, two-time Super Bowl champion, they played Renegade at the end of the third quarter in Pittsburgh. And the Steeler crowd goes nuts. Oh, my God. Dude, what? I can't, what, I, I can't even tell you what, what just what happened. First of all, Kelly has a beard, but he just put on a Viking hat. I mean, dude. Oh, what do you bet what? this weekend, Dave? What do you bet this weekend? <laughs> the Cowboys? Come on. Dude. Come how, on. How, I don't how know. Lee not, Ferrickson's on the show. How have you not gone to Minnesota in that? I I, like, know. seriously, dude, you would be, yeah. you know, like good, beers? Right? dude, you, Kelly would be on the NFL network Monday morning. Look, they'd be like the official Viking. How many people say, can I get my picture with you? hundred percent. Can I get, can I buy you a beer? Yes, you can oh, buy me a down. beer. Yeah. You buy me a beer, whatever you want. Right. Dave, you don't know what's in that closet. There, there are just hundreds of dollars of props in that closet over shows. <laughs> over That's one of the best ones. It really is. By the way, though, the one thing I will say, do not sit there and say to Kelly, we're going out to dinner. And you're buying drinks. Oh, no, not with, not, with Kelly. <laughs> not, not if he's wearing that. The very first time we went out to dinner, I was like, no, we just went to this five-star dive. 
And let me tell you. Five-star dive. Isn't that an oxymoron? It's just, it's just, it's just a joke. And, uh, but anyway, I was like, you know, he's going to have a drink or two. And I was like, you know, I, I had owed him dinner or something. I don't remember the whole. I didn't make you buy drinks, did you? Oh, was that a Jalen Hurts bet? But they don't give me a separate bill, buddy. They don't sit there and say, hey, this, this guy drank us out of house and home. We're going to go ahead and give you a separate bill. It's like I went to a restaurant in town, and I always get olive oil and uh, with the bread. And these people were like, dude, uh, you know this thing's like 12 bucks a bottle. We're going to have to charge you for this. Well, it was a dive when you got there. And then after Kelly's tab, it became five-star. <laughs> exactly. yeah. so, I, I know who Kelly's on in this game in Minnesota this week. Uh, Skull is getting a point and a half against the Cowboys. Uh, I'm going to take the bikes here as well. But I, I'm going to tell you, this is a really important game for both teams. Minnesota yep. in terms of potentially getting home field advantage because I think it's a two-horse race, potentially three if you want to include the Giants. But more importantly, you've got Philly with a singular loss, still three games to go against the Giants and the Cowboys. And for Dallas, if they're going to make a push for the division, yep. guys, they've got to get this game uh, just simply based on the numbers in terms of games remaining. No doubt. The, the Cowboy loss are still licking their wounds from that one in, in Lambeau last week. I did play. I took the bait. I played the boys minus a point. Uh, the rationale here is sometimes I look at teams that have another team's number. And Dallas last year, they were dominant defensively in this game against Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson. Uh, Steph Diggs played a really, excuse me, Trayvon Diggs played a really good game uh, against uh, J.J. Last, last year. If the best player on the field Sunday is 11, the Cowboys are going to win. If he's the best player in the field. Now, Michael Parsons has been banged up. They've been limiting some of his snaps. But if he is, in fact, what I think is the best player, arguably on either side of the ball in the game of football, if he's healthy and can play enough snaps, Cowboys win this game. Yeah, I disagree with you in terms of he's got to be the best player on the field. The best player on the field has to be number four. Really? Dakota Prescott. If they're going to win this football game, it's going to be about Dak. I think they're going to be able to move the ball against Minnesota. I think Minnesota will have some opportunities themselves offensively. To me, it's about the two quarterbacks. Which guy can step up and deliver when their team needs him most? I, I just think they're both a little bit inconsistent from really being able to elevate their teams. I think you look at the guys around them to have the elevation of those teams. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's going to come down to that. By the way, Kelly and I, direct opposite ends. By the way, I just like the headgear. I, I applaud the effort. And bring awesome. your cowboy hat next time. Come on. I will do that. And by the way, to Kelly's Rodeo's coming around. But you know what? For real, though, Kelly, you've been on this team when a lot of people have not all year long. You've been on that train. And I understand why you stay on it because it's been very beneficial well, for you. As I told, I appreciate that. But as I told Jeff Parles earlier today, uh, you know, if you bet the same team to win a division every single year, eventually you're going to finally hit that bet. Oh, like me with Syracuse winning the national championship, and I was <laughs> exactly. right in 2003. I've been on this Vikings team for about four years now, Dave. So yeah, <laughs> them finally coming through is uh, is uh, going to be nice. Yeah, this this line's been on the move all week, and now the Cowboys. It's it seems like it's settling in at around one one and a half right now uh, as we talk here on a Friday. Uh, one of the game, very quickly, just that Chiefs uh, and, and a Chargers game, interesting line moves here where it feels like the Chargers are getting bad. This was as high as seven, and now it's down to five and a half. I mean, that is a significant move. Is this the right line movement of all in your estimation? Uh I agree with the move because I like the Chargers getting the points, but I'm a little bit concerned with the injuries, especially in this uh, controlled environment in SoFi where this Chiefs offense could really explode. And the Chargers, like, give me give me a warm body. Yeah, I, know. I mean, they are so banged up on both sides of the ball. That's what concerns me. I like the Chargers a little bit. Not enough to take the five and a half. Might have nibbled at the seven, but that number is long gone. Yeah, I would agree with you there. It's going to be a little bit more difficult now at five and a half as opposed to the seven previously. All right, so that's uh, going to round out the NFL slate. Let's get to college football and a team that uh, you and I were both on last week. Maybe I'm wearing the purple for the Horn Frogs. TCU now laying two and a half under that key number of three. Amal Shaw, we biting again on the Hogs. Yes, sir. I love Frog. TCU. I said Hogs. I know you Horned did. Horn Frogs. I put those together and made hogs. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> hey, Kelly, it's hard when you're jumping in between bandwagons. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's exactly right. Hey, they, were, they cashed for us last <laughs> yeah, week. They did. I, I, no reason to jump off them. Dave Aranda's defense has not been the same this year. I would agree with you. And I also think TCU can slow down this team offensively. And look, Dave, I think TCU's got to win, obviously win out. But they win these three games. They're going to wind up as the three seed in the college football playoff. Unbelievable. Love it. I mean, look, they deserve it. They got robbed in 2014. They did. They're going to make up for it this year. How about the job Dykes has done? Year one. National Coach of the Year. Not 
even close. I, I look eight and one in one ATS in ten games. I mean that is just astounding. Depending on that, that West Virginia game, I know a lot of consternation there. But just look at the numbers. They don't lie when it comes to this team. The biggest surprise to me the last week in that Texas game was defense. Yeah. So are we going to see a lower scoring game again, or do you think the offenses prevail? Because I don't trust Baylor, even though they put up more points in, in, than they have in years past. I, I tend to agree with you. I'm not convinced of this team either. I like uh, TCU in this game. I believe they win the game. Uh, very quickly, Illinois against Michigan. And you see Michigan right now sitting in that three spot, TCU in the four spot in the college football playoff. This number hasn't moved a whole lot against Illinois in, in the fight in Brett Bielema's here, about 18. Uh, what do you make now? 17 and a half, so maybe a little Scotia money coming in on the fight in the lineup. I, I got to go the other way here. I'm not going to play it, but I would lean towards Michigan. Mm-hmm. Um, if, as long as they don't have turnovers, they should be able to win the game comfortably. Something you and I talked about earlier in the week, that total of 41, mm-hmm. that actually might be playable to the over, correct? Well, I, I think Michigan's going to be able to score points. The yep. question is, can the Illini get that 10 to 17 you're going to need potentially from them to be able to get this thing over the total? Maybe a correlated play there, Michigan in the over, if you Not like bad. that yeah. play, if they're going to get in the 30s. Uh, quickly, we have time for one more here. Georgia, number one in the land, as we uh, talk about some of these teams in the college football playoff picture against Kentucky. Laying a big number on the road here. So, you know, they, they get over the hurdle uh, last week and looking good, looking like the true number ones in the country. Going to lay 22 and a half against Will Levis, whose summer are still projecting to be the first quarterback in the NFL draft. Well, I'm glad you added NFL draft. I thought it would maybe for the CFL. <laughs> uh, but to me, when I look at it, I would take the, uh, the Wildcats in the 12 here. I mean, 22 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, just too big of a number in a conference game. Uh, that's a tough one to cover on the road. Yeah, uh, Georgia with the easy cover last week. Uh, might be a little bit different. Plus, Kentucky's defense has not been Correct. as good. Maybe this is the week they get that back on track a little bit. And Levis, he's got to be thinking about this. I know they'll never admit this. As a showcase NFL game, scouting game, against an NFL-ready defense. Absolutely right. So that could be a very uh, big thing to factor into your handicap there. Come on back. We'll talk more college football next right here as we continue our Friday edition of Big Bets on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. College basketball has started. Now's the time to get your copy of our annual betting guide. At over 400 pages, it's our biggest betting guide ever with odds, trends, power ratings, and analysis on every single team. Our team of experts includes Greg Hoops, Peterson, Matt Humans, and more. They provide their predictions for win totals, futures, conference champions, tournament teams, and breakdowns for all 60 coaching changes since last season alone. The only way to get the guide is to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber, so sign up now for just $99. Give VEASAN Pro access to everything we do all the way through the Super Bowl. Sign up today at VEASAN.com slash subscribe alongside Amal Shaw, but we almost lost Amal Shaw moments ago, Kelly Bedouin. You Like, we almost had our first casualty uh, at VEASAN in 2022. Are you okay, sir? I am. That would have been a serious injury, What, too. what the hell happened? Uh, new chairs in the studio. Oh, They're pretty slippery. slick. They're pretty slippery. Pretty slick. Would you have sued the company? No, no. I, you would have said this, <laughs> I take personal responsibility for this? Yeah, I, we got too many litigious people in this country anyway. I'm with you. Like, dude, I fell off a chair. That's not on the company. Yeah. That's not me. But Amal's okay, everybody. So we're going to press on with our college football plays of the week. The last rounding out the uh, final four, the first four in right now, would be your Ohio State Buckeyes. They're going to go to Maryland. What's happened to Maryland's offense? They got a tongue of Iloa playing quarterback. But right now, it ain't working out very well for Fear the, Fear the Turtle. They're getting 27 and a half at Bird Stadium. 27 and a half. Any jeopardy? Of the Buckeyes not covering this big number? I don't I don't really think they cover. I mean, Ooh. well, look, they win by 21. They win by 28. It's the same thing, right? Yeah. Here's the goal in this game. You just got to win the football game, minimize injuries, go with a running clock in essence. You got to get ready for November 26th, that noon Eastern time. Well, that's interesting, too, because with a total 63 and a half, yeah. do you think, because I'm with you, if I'm Ohio State, winning this game is not something where we should take it seriously. We get it, or else that, that game against Michigan next week, does not have the same gravitas, but do you just let's run the football? Let's not get our quarterback hurt. Let's get out of here with a win by hell or high water. Well, right now the the problem for Ohio State is banged up running backs. Travion Henderson, Mayan Williams, both have been banged up. So Dallin Hayden should get the call here. We'll see. Um, but if they can get all three guys back healthy, it, it's going to be. It's not going to be bigger than the game in 06 because that was a one versus two. Oh, I was shooting Mike Hart year. 
Yeah. By Chad Henney. By the way, you know what? We should uh, congratulate Mike Hart, one of many players in Michigan history to go 0-4 versus the Buckeyes. God, I was all over the Buckeyes that, or the uh, the Wolverines that day. Did not work out well. What are you laughing money? at, Bidlin? <laughs> you taking but, shots whenever you can. There you but go. it's that, not about taking game. shots. I deal in factualities. <laughs> Am I wrong in my statement? Is there no, any part of that statement that is? Statement uh, thank you. That's it's what just I thought. the way you said it. Do you know how hard it is to be zero and four when you get an opportunity to play a team four times in your career? So you're taking Maryland and the under is what you're getting at. I'm not playing the game. We're going, we're going horn frogs, baby. <laughs> Let's go to don't turn your back on the Wolfpack. NC State right now against the Ville. Dave, Dave, are you like one of those guys that goes to a bar, depending on who's playing in the tournament, you look, hey, let's see, Wisconsin's playing. Let me pull a Bucky Badger hat out. I won't I, do I, that, I, but This I guy's got more. I, if I saw Louisville people, I would be like, hey, yeah, let's go. <laughs> I would do that for sure. So the Ville's going to lay four. They've been playing better football. But, boy, if you looked at this game before the season started, what do you think State was favored? Four or five? Because they were supposed to be, you know, preseason, the chic pick, possibly to win the ACC. Oh, I had to do a double take. I thought State was the favorite. Correct. Ville is favored by four. I don't, I don't want to lay points with them, but NC State, boy, that was a catastrophic loss at home against Boston College, up 20-7, to seven, get outscored 14-3 to three in the second half. And by the way, this is so typical of Dave Dorn's teams. Like, he's that guy who's a coach. We all bought in, this, uh, we, the collective we, but, like, State was supposed to be the team this year. They to, were going to be, what, be the best team in North Carolina? Upset the apple cart in the ACC. They were the chic pick. Everybody was hopping on them. Yeah. Have you watched this team Oh, they're play? awful. They're, they're, they're tough to watch offensively. I mean, I get Leary got hurt, but still, it doesn't make a difference. So Malik Cunningham and company, this offense should be able to excel against NC State. I'm a little bit concerned with NC State. Now, they could end up with a three-game losing streak to end the season. You've got the Bill on tap. Then Friday on the 25th, you've got North Carolina. Drake May has been surgically dismantling mm-hmm. teams. So you're going to face two quarterbacks have good mobility. This is going to be a challenge here for State in this one. Uh, 44 is the total. Again, another really low total, but we talked about State and how inefficient they've been offensively. Any leans there? No, I'm going to stay away from that one. All right, let's get to uh, to uh, Rocky Top. Tennessee's going on the road against South Carolina. They've, I, I guess they righted the ship a little bit since that Georgia loss here. Now they're going to lay 22 against South Kakalaki. 66 is the total in this one. Interesting, uh, interesting number here. I, I think they should be able to blow out this South Carolina team. Tennessee's offense is just too good. We haven't seen much. By the way, you talk about a quarterback that came in with hype into Norman and then has disappeared. Rattler. Spencer Rattler. Yeah. What happened to that guy? He couldn't play. And maybe that's why the, he, well, Oklahoma saw that and we were, we were wondering what was going on there. Exactly. Yeah, but by the way, very quickly to that, I'm, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, Frank Beamer and obviously his, his son Shane there at South Carolina. Could, can you look at what he's done, the job this year, and give it a grade? Because I expected a little bit more out of South Carolina. Uh, I think they're kind of right where I thought they would be. I just don't think they have the pieces. You're in such a competitive league. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I'm not surprised by where they're sitting right now. All right, so that's going to be a tough road to hoe, uh, certainly for South Carolina against Tennessee, who's still probably going to try to run up points here as they're making their case for a one-loss team to try to get in for the loser against Ohio State-Michigan next week. Uh, let's get to USC, UCLA, the Battle of L.A., Crosstown rivalry. Every time I hear like Battle of LA, I see like Kurt Russell with a eye patch on, like Escape from LA. <laughs> so now it's two and a half for USC against uh, the Bruins here. What do you make of this number? Seventy-six. The total is ticked back up. UCLA. Uh, I think USC's got deficiencies on defense. I think their offense has looked good, but let's be realistic. People have criticized Michigan for not playing anybody. The uh-huh. only game Utah uh, USC has played this year was against Utah, and they lost. This team hasn't played anybody all year long. Look, they didn't look good against Colorado Friday night in that first quarter. I think at one point the score was 3-2. We yep. saw Cody Bellinger three-run homer to get it going. <laughs> but other than that, this offense has struggled. Caleb Williams has a tendency to hold the ball too long. Um, I just am not sold on this team. And I think UCLA with Charbonnet running the ball and DTR's mobility, Bobo in the pass game, Bruins win this game. Game's going to be in the 30s. But you got to get one in the 40s if you want to hit a total. That's now 76 I mean, I guess you theoretically could get 39-38 and still get home. But is that what we're looking at? Is this going to be a game in the 40s? I, it could be. I, I think there's a strong possibility. I don't think either defense is going to stop either side. Yep. They're just too good offensively. And here's the thing. UCLA will be able to move the ball, in my opinion, comfortably against the USC defense. But I think the Trojans will be able to also move the ball well against UCLA. Yeah, I, I am expecting points in that one. Uh, Utah against Oregon now. Again, it's not official on Bo Nix, 
But when you see the number flip the way it has from Oregon was, was laying three and now they're getting two and a half here. Look, this didn't happen with Josh Allen last week, right? And then all of a sudden he played. Daniel LaRusso is going to fight. I don't think that you're going to see Bo Nix out there. That's why the line move. What do you make of it? And do you think the Utes are now playable laying two and a half? I like Utah in this game. This is a more physical football team. And they're going to be able to take advantage with Cam Rising in terms of throwing against this Oregon defense, which is terrible. And then you mentioned the lack of Bo Nix. Uh, Cam, I mean, Irving has been tremendous in terms of running the football for this Oregon team. Mm-hmm. But I still go with Utah here. I, yeah, I like them, and I, I liked them earlier in the week when, when we didn't know the Bo Nix official. And, it's, again, it's not official yet. But my, my breakdown out of it was even if he plays, he's not going to be Bo Nix that's been great Bo Nix all of a sudden in the, you know, after the Georgia game up to last week. So that's why I liked Utah now. I really like Utah if Bo Nix does not go. And, again, right now you see that total sitting at 60. It surprises me that it didn't drop more with the potential news of Bo Nix, but I guess we're still expecting a lot of points, even if Bo Nix doesn't play. Yeah, I look, Ty Thompson's probably the guy who's going to be under center. This is still a very dynamic Oregon team, but Dave also combined with the fact these guys can't stop a nosebleed. No, they can't. And so I think they're going to have a real challenge on their hands in terms of what they do defensively. And I have to tell you, this Utah game is in the worst possible spot for them after a rivalry game against Washington, which you lose, should have won the football game. And now you got to come back and play a physical team and emotionally, look, I don't believe Oregon would have gotten in the playoff, but I think the Ducks believe they could have. I think the Oregon people believe that Bo Nix was a viable candidate, and maybe not to win the Heisman, but, but to, get, to get to New York City. Sure. All of that now potentially falls by the wayside. Now you're going to come in and play probably the most disciplined, disciplined team in the league, and Utah will be ready to go. Remember back in the day when Ray Lewis was in Baltimore and they just owned Eddie George and the Titans? Yes. I kind of look at Utah the same way. Like, we're more physical than you. We beat you up twice last year. We're going to do it again, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. I always used to think Eddie was afraid of Ray Lewis. Well, wasn't he, though? It, and like, Eddie, Eddie George is an unbelievable Hall of Fame college football running back. There's one guy, 52, that just seemed to have his number. I feel the same way about Utah. Very quickly, Bedlam. Uh, Oklahoma. Laying seven and a half. Against Mike Gundy? No, the best player in the field will be Oklahoma's Eric Gray. But to me, the, I, give me Spencer Sanders and the Cowboys in this one. Seven and a half in Bedlam. Um, this is a game where I think both teams really kind of the seasons have gone sideways. Oklahoma's had a chance to win the league. That's gone by the wayside. Oklahoma just getting trying to get bowl eligible right now. Would have never thought that would excuse me, Boomer sooner. The problem has been inconsistency offensively. Marvin Mims drops the touchdown pass. Yeah. I mean – against West Virginia, right there in his hands. And then we see Dylan Gabriel overthrowing Marvin Mims on another play that would have been a walk-in touchdown. Inconsistency from this team. Defense is still pretty solid, but I think Oklahoma State should have some success. Very quickly, 66 in that total. With the, is it going to be – because, look, Oklahoma's off, Oklahoma State's offense has struggled in recent weeks. It, it has. Weather will be a little bit of a concern. If, it, if it's kind of like what we saw in uh, Morgantown, it could be a problem for Boomer Sooner. All right, so maybe take the points there and maybe a correlated play to the under. Come on back. We'll wrap it up with more NFL and college football as well. Next, here on Big Bets on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. (laughs) 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. VSIN's Big Bets with Dave Ross and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Lace up your cleats with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook with the latest odds, lines, and boosts. Bet Rivers is your go to for any soccer related content. Check out Bet Rivers special World Cup promotions like our World Cup futures, insurance bet, and World Cup daily bet and gets. Bet Rivers Sportsbook is calling all soccer fans to head to betrivers.com, download the Bet Rivers app to get in on all the match day action. It is a whole new ballgame. Ben Wilson's going to be in here on Monday during the, doing the show. And, Good luck uh, to him. That's going to be a show. You, you got to watch it on Monday and listen, people, because Amal will be distracted because Team USA, red, white, and blue. Can, can, can we Kelly, make the hi. march for what? We're going to get to the Elite Eight? Oh, Dave, winning it. I don't know about you, man. I'm a hyper-competitive person. I don't do anything to lose. Damn right. I like uh, that. Kelly, drink a lot of tea this weekend. Oh, boy. You yeah, I'm looking tea. forward to a, a long conversation with Ben Wilson, getting to know him on a more of a personal level, Dave, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's going to be a very one-on-one. Just ignore the ball. If the U.S. The scores the first goal, if the U.S. scores the first goal, I will be a lot more engaged. Wasn't that Roy? If Firestone's... we're down one nothing, oh, uh, then you're out. You're gonna you're gonna turn on your on your country like no, that. No, I'm not gonna turn. I'm just gonna be like Ben's gonna ask me a question. It's gonna be a yes or no answer. It's it's gonna be a lot of aliens landed scenarios. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, our pro tip for hour number two is a good one. And Kelly was reading it uh, earlier in this hour. And kind of laissez-faire went over what John Harbaugh had to say out of there in Baltimore, right? Which is, oh, by the way, nothing to see here. Lamar Jackson didn't practice today. It's Friday. Don't worry about it. Lay the 13 against Carolina. Because now we're assuming if we trust head coaches, who, by the way, one, Mike Shanahan told me back in the day, I'm not going to tell you the truth. Well, at least I appreciate that. But he might I, I appreciate the honesty in lying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So now – Keep an eye on Matt Stafford in the Rams and his stats before you hop on it. The number has dropped because the report is Matt Stafford's going to play, but he hasn't passed concussion protocol yet. Important. Lamar Jackson just not there at practice today on a Friday. Kyler Murray, before you take that eight against San Fran, you might want to know his stats. Colt McCoy, the backup's hurt too. Information is key especially when it comes to quarterbacks. Well, look, if Lamar Jackson doesn't go, you've got Tyler Huntley as the backup, and nobody would ever come out and say it publicly because they don't want to disrespect another NFL team. Uh-oh. But I think the Ravens believe they can beat the Carolina Panthers with Tyler Huntley. And I think if you are in a situation where there is some serious injury concern, maybe he does get a little bit of rest and you go forward from there. All right, so again, that number is 13. I am no way I'm playing that number right now without the assuredness that Lamar Jackson is going to be in there. So that is the type of information before you make those wagers. Uh, stay with those beat reporters. They're going to get you the, the latest information as quickly as possible if you're interested in getting down on those games. That is our pro tip for hour number two. Again, we have them those across the VEASAN spectrum, up to 20 a day if you're a VEASAN pro subscriber. All you have to do is once you become a subscriber, go to VEASAN.com. You can sort them out by show and or by sport. Let's get back to the NFL. Speaking of quarterbacks, commanders, I said by NFC East decree that if you sign Carson Wentz, if he is healthy, he has to be the starting quarterback. Sadly, Ron Rivera is not going to listen to that, and he's going to go with Taylor Heineke this week. Ron Rivera is not an idiot. Well, I was hoping he would because I don't know why they keep signing this guy in the NFC East, but as a Cowboy fan, I'm happy. 
I'm not happy when Taylor Heineke's in because they have a chance to win. Now they're going to lay three in the road against the Texans. It would have been a mutiny if Carson Wentz got the Could start. Could you imagine that locker room? Hey, we go back to 11. I, I got to tell you, that win on the road against the Colts um, yeah. and then Philly, it really got this team got some mojo going. They're 500. Yeah. You blink an eye and the commanders are 500. They can go over 500 with a win on the road against a bad Texans team. All that being said, kind of feels like a trappy game to me. Uh, Short week. Jamie McKissick has been ruled out for this game. Saw that note oh, earlier. Well, there we go. There you go. How's that not moving the line? <laughs> but like short week on the road travel, all those things. I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. It's indicated by the total of being 40 and a half. I just think it could be an inter- a more interesting game. Hey, commanders could cover it late, but I don't see a blowout situation. I don't either. I Look, I'm not sure they're going to win this football right. game, and it's not that I believe in the Texans. It's just going on the road. You know, everyone's starting to feel good about this commander's team. You come off a great Monday night win, and sometimes you start to feel yourself a little bit, and yeah. boom, next thing you know, you get into a tight, tough game. And it could be a real challenge for this commander's team in this matchup. Yeah, again, this is one of my teasables up to nine with the Texans here. So I'm just looking for a one-score game. Selfishly, I'd love to see the commanders lose in the NFC East. But uh, this is a game I do think will be pretty closely contested. Look at the betting splits here. Visa Pro subscribers, you have access to all this information. Wow. 80% of the money and almost 80% of the bets all on Washington. Not saying that the public's always wrong, but just – Note that, file it away, that uh, sometimes, mostly, uh, the public is normally not on the right side here. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, and again, when it comes to the spread, that was on money lines. When it comes to the spreads, uh, look at this. So the bets, the tickets, 71% on Washington. Ooh, look where the smart money might be, 63% on Houston. So that is very interesting to me as well. I would like to be on the side of the quote-unquote sharper money, which would be plus three with Houston. You know, to me, um, at the three and a half, I would like to take Houston yeah. back down to three here. Going to stay away from this one, but it's going to be an interesting game. I think we got some pretty good matchups. There's like five games this weekend that are three, three and a half, uh, somewhere in that range. Should be a pretty good competitive game, uh, batch of games this weekend. So, Lovey Smith and company, one, seven, and one, uh, straight up. And, but look at ATS, five and four. Same with the, with the Washington Commanders. So, even though these teams, the ATS numbers kind of mirror the, the Washington's record, the ATS numbers for the Texans does not mirror what their actual record is. So they've been uh, – the, the public has not been necessarily on the right side all the time for a 1-7-1 team. Uh, what do we have next in the NFL? Uh, I got one quote. I got one quote from a practice today I was kind of snickering about okay. uh, at, back here. I think we're uh, pro-Jameis Winston guys on this show. Yep. Jameis Winston uh, on not playing, he was asked by uh, Nick Underhill, Uh-oh. quote, it hurts my soul. It hurts all our souls, Jameis Winston. I want I want you to see you out there. I, I don't, do you guys have any idea why he's not playing? Well, the only thing that I can think of is that somehow after the injury last year, right, starting off this year, some of these coaches, man, they go like, all right, now now Andy Dalton's my guy. We I think it cost Frank Reich his job in Indianapolis. I really do, with who I'm playing at quarterback. And sometimes you dig your heels in for a guy. It could cost you your job if you're Dennis Allen. I don't think anybody believes Andy Dalton's their guy. I don't think so either. But you know what I mean? Like, this team, New Orleans, had visions of grandeur. They were kind of a chic pick, possibly, in the South. And by the way, the division's up for grabs if they just played. I mean, it's not like that was the wrong handicap because people were thinking Jameis Winston's going to be the quarterback. When did Jameis play last? Against Tampa? I didn't didn't catch some of this earlier in the week. I'm reading this pro football talk article now. Dennis Allen apparently said this week he doesn't know that Winston is, quote, ever going to be 100% healthy this season. And Winston saying he's ready to go. He is 100% ready to go and will be on Sunday, even in a backup role. Does this not feel like the conversation we had after Frank Reich said, not only is Matt Ryan not playing, he's going to be third string and he won't play all year? And we went, what? Like, this is one of these bizarre disconnects between player and coach. Maybe Drew Brees is going to be the coach in a couple of weeks and we see Jameis. (laughs) It's it's, it's astounding. But, again, you look at the Saints 12-1 to win the division now. Bucks are minus 450. Feels like that ship has sailed. But I just wonder what this season would look like with New Orleans if Jameis was the guy for the majority of the year. Yeah, I don't know. This is really interesting to me. Yeah, uh, let's get to one other game here as we're running out of time here. I do want to get to Cincinnati against Pittsburgh. It is a revenge spot. If you remember week one, where Joe Burrow objectively was awful in that game. Kept throwing it to the other side, right? Now, we're looking at Mike Tomlin. 
looking at that first losing season in his history as head coach. Looks like they're pot committed with Kenny Pickett going forward. Total of 41. What do you make of the uh, Tiger Bengal on the road? I think Cincinnati should be able to cover this number, I think simply because Kenny Pickett. But I love what the Steelers are doing by playing Pickett. Yeah. Just, Give him that experience. Yep. You see the difference for certain teams. You know, Lawrence has been a little bit up and down, but you're starting to see some, you know, indications that he's going to be a better guy. And I think it's the right move by Pittsburgh here. Um, I, I think Cincinnati, this is a very, very important game for them. I got to tell you, if they lose this game, they're in serious trouble. They are. And by the way, and again, not that this is always the way it's going to go down, but again, VEASAN Pro subscribers, look at the betting splits. Number of bets, 62% on Cincinnati. But we're going to where the money is, 70% on Pittsburgh. Yeah, what's so, the, sorry, go ahead. So I'm not saying that that means all the sharps are going to be right on the Pittsburgh side, but they're, they're finding value clearly what? in that number with the Steelers. What's the total on this game? 41? Uh, okay. I do believe, Kelly. 40 and a half to 41 out okay. there in yep. the market right now. I see a 40 at DraftKings. feels like an under. I think Pittsburgh's defense can keep this team in check. Remember, they forced a ton of turnovers the first time. But without Jamar Chase, it has a profound impact on this offense. It's changed. And by the way, is there one guy – that changes the defense more than Watt does for Pittsburgh? When he plays, they win. When he doesn't, they lose. Well, I think, you know, what is probably the best edge rusher in football. Uh, have you seen 11 in Dallas? Well, I thought you were going to go with Nick Bosa. That would have been a fair argument. No love for Micah. Hey, he's, a, a, he's good. I just don't think he's the best. Have a great Thanksgiving. I'm Thank you, you too, buddy. Safe travels. Same to you, Kelly. Thanks for everybody here at VEASAN. Final countdown is next here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.